Alright, what is going on everybody? It is Packer People 12 for the second episode of the Acme Packers podcast. I'm joined by always Big B. How are you doing? Awesome. And we have a special guest of Green Bay today. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining the show. First guest. Should be a good one. Of course. So, we got to ask you. This is our big theme of our show. Well, for the first episode of Anyways. And Here we a go. Big conversation uh, from me and Big B. Your three draft crushes for tonight. Ooh. Hmm. That's, I've actually got asked that question a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I know you guys, since you follow me, you probably know who at least some of them are. Um, first and foremost, I think, you know, a realistic guy, like, one of my biggest draft crushes has to be Josh Jones, uh, the tackle from Houston at 30. I think he fits the mold of what the Packers look for in a tackle, you know, really athletic. And I think he also would probably fit uh, Matt LaFleur's run zone offense pretty well. So, yeah, that's that's definitely my first guy. Uh, number two, I think Jeff Gladney, the defensive back from TCU. He reminds me uh, he's got similar like physical attributes as kind of uh Jair Alexander. I think my comparison for him, which is gonna come out tomorrow, is Desmond King. So he's not the biggest guy in the world, but uh he can definitely play big even though he's a little smaller. And then thirdly, um it's not a popular guy, um, but I like my third draft crush, and I'm not saying this is for the Packers, but my -hmm. third draft crush is Jeremy Chin, the defensive back out of Southern Illinois. He is a very, very interesting guy. He wasn't really expected to go uh, in the, I think, top 50 before the combine. And ever since the combine, you know, he's just got – he's a freak athlete, and I think that's something teams are really going to look for. And also, he can kind of play that hybrid linebacker position. Also, something, you know, for a defensive back to be thrown in the box. So, those are my three guys. I agree. I I really like Josh Jones and uh, Jeff Gladney. Uh, Jeremy Chin, I think, would be very interesting as a hybrid. Um, we've seen a lot of those guys the past few years. Bill Peppers, Isaiah Simmons going to go in the top tens. Um, so that he would definitely be a very interesting player to see how he develops. Yes, sir, he would. I'd be, I wouldn't be completely against it, too. I mean, I know a lot of people would not be really happy with another safety at uh, yeah. 30, but that just goes to – you know, it's kind of a really similar pick to linebacker. And I think some teams on their draft board probably do have him as a just straight-up linebacker. I think that's a pick that could surprise a lot of people. And I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. completely ruling out um, him first round. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility at all. Yeah, definitely. And I would be very excited to see how Pettin uses him. Um, we hit, almost had something like that with Josh Jones a few years ago. He just wasn't really uh, – recognized as that until we realized, you know, he's got some speed. Um, we didn't, didn't develop as much as we'd like to as safety, obviously. Now he's on the Cowboys. Um, but that is what it is. Agreed. Uh, so a lot of talk going around um, now on Twitter, especially uh, Instagram and in- Twitter for Packers Twitter is, uh, for Packers draft is quite two different places there. Um, but a lot of people just wanting to win now so much. Oh, we can't draft a quarterback, or we got we got to draft a wide receiver now because Aaron Rodgers' time is running out. So, going on that route, if we are in this fully win now position, what position do you guys think is 
the most important to win now. He disconnect. Did he disconnect? I think he already disconnected. Hey, when we start back up, you can ask that question. He's back in. Yeah, so don't be talking bad about me. No, you guys are. Yeah, big B, dude. God, I wish you would have left. You just stayed gone. <laughs> um, win now mode. Who? What position? Mm-hmm. Um, I would pick. Um, probably um, corner or defensive tackle or right tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, corner. Mm-hmm. Um, because we need um, depth, and Tremont Williams is not a guarantee, and Kevin King's contract up is next year. Defensive tackle, we need somebody right next to um, Kenny Clark. That's pretty much it there. And right tackle, we have really nobody there except Rick Wagner. So that's it. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the popular opinion would be wide receiver, but I think – if we really want to win now, that right tackle especially is going to be more important for us and building up a great defense. So even when Aaron Rodgers isn't 2013 Aaron Rodgers, we can still win those games. Yep. Uh, and what's your answer there, Green Bay, today? Um, that's actually ironic that Big B said that. My, I have the same exact answer, um, cornerback <laughs> and defensive tackle. And I know, like you said, the popular opinion, you know, is wide receiver at 30, but – a lot of people fail to realize um, the Packers made it to the final four with the receiving corps they had. And I'm not saying, you know, it's the best one in the league, but, and there's definitely room for improvement, but I don't think it's as bad as people make it out to be. Um, it absolutely could be better. The, you know, depth could absolutely be better for sure. But a lot of people discredit what they did last year and really just how far they made it last year into the season. So to answer your yeah. question, I just think, a cornerback, you know, um, Shannon Sullivan played pretty good last year. Um, we also have Kadar Holman, too, and Josh Jackson. I hope Josh Jackson can figure out his stuff this year. That, that'd be really tough to see him uh, sit on the sideline for another season. Me, too, especially because I have a lot of invest- uh, invested in him. <laughs> yeah. and then, Biggest uh, fan over here. <laughs> and then uh, Shannon Sullivan, like I said, he played pretty good last year for the role he was asked to play, so. And then Kadar Holman, he was really good in summer. He had a really good training camp and then a pretty good preseason. So he didn't really get on the field. I don't think a cornerback. I don't think he took any snaps last year. So maybe they like him. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they know something we don't and throw him there. But like uh, Big B said, Tremont Williams leaving. Um, that's still, as Brian Gutekunst mentioned in his most recent press conference with the media, uh, they're going to address that after the draft. I think that's kind of what we all thought they were going to do anyway. Um, it's not a guarantee that he comes back just like big B said. So I think cornerback is something they could look to address. And especially with Kevin King's contract expiring next season and all the other, you know, barrage of free agents that they're going to have to pay and you just can't pay them all. Yeah. And then also going to defensive tackle. Um, they just need someone to Kenny Clark next to Kenny Clark. I mean, he, I think he was the yes. most double team defensive tackle in the whole NFL last season and he still dominated. So you get a guy to just free him up give him just a little more one-on-ones. And I think the Packers' run mm-hmm. defense could look a lot different, and especially with Christian Kirksey right behind those guys. See Ross Blacklock. Exactly. That's a realistic <laughs> or Ra- Or Raekwon Davis. Yep. Yes. Big B's big uh, promoter. Friend. Me yep. too. Uh, uh, you know, I think you bring up a good point there. Um, next free agency is going to be so awful for us. There's a lot of guys that we're going to have to pay, so this draft is going to be very important.
uh, yep. for all that shakes up. Especially my boy Jamal Williams. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I I really don't know what they're gonna do with him. I mean, uh, we really hope they bring Aaron Jones back, but if they don't, then they're they're uh, they're obviously not gonna rely on Jamal to be a starter. Uh, they're not gonna go forward with him. Um, uh, but moving on to our next point. Big question, does Ro- Green Bay look for Rodgers' replacement this year, possibly Jordan Love at 30? Go ahead, Big B. You got this. Oh, again. All right. Um, I say no. There, Rodgers has – Rodgers wants to play until he's 40. I don't think right now it would be a good um, idea, especially the way to start first-round pick on a quarterback, even though we did that in 2005 – but I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Uh, I, You know what? I'll tell you something that I think is interesting. If Jordan Love is there at 30, which, first of all, I don't even think he's going to make it to 30. But who knows? Yeah. Um, I mean, I couldn't even imagine the Packers social media fans if they traded up <laughs> to get Jordan Love, let alone take mm-hmm. him at 30. But anyway, um, that's a really interesting pick at 30. And something I'd like to mention here is, I I really understand the pick. I think Aaron Rodgers would understand the pick. Um, and I know a lot of people like to focus on, you know, his, like, quote-unquote window that he has left. Um, I The Packers are still going to be a football team after, um, you know, after he's gone. And I'm not saying that they have to take a quarterback early in this draft, but I think that's mm-hmm. something they should maybe look to do, and especially if, Let's say Jordan Love is like the best player available at thirty. You know all the other guys that are available. They have like set, mid second round grades on or stuff like that. And then you know as for trade offers, maybe they don't get a good trade offer from a team like I. If Jordan Love is the best player available, and I, that's not the hottest need right now, but you just you know, and that's another guy. Like another reason to take him if he's there, if he's the best player available. Let's say let's say Rodgers goes down for like three games. Do we like? Come mm-hmm. on, we all love you know, the Tim Boyle, Tim Boyle laser show, but like, yeah, is, is he really going to get us over that hump of, you know, maybe three or four games if Rogers has a minor injury and I'm not saying Jordan Love will, but I just like his chances mm-hmm. better than Tim Boyle's and it. It would just give, you know, everyone knows that's paid attention to Jordan Love. He has a humongous ceiling, but we don't know what his yes. floor is. And I think that's going to scare a lot of teams away. So long story short, I think if he's the best player available on their board, and uh, they don't have any good trade offers, I don't see a reason not to pull the trigger there. Yeah, I completely agree. I think he's a great player that could definitely use some development and become an absolute beast. Uh, but on the other hand, Rodgers' window, any quarterback's window, is such a variable, and you can never completely determine it. Um, we, we never know when Rodgers' last snap is going to be, basically. Yep. Um, and I, I agree with you. If he's best option there, go ahead. Um, not only for the future, but also like you mentioned now, um, because when's the last time we've had a a backup where we're going into a game where we're saying, you know, if Aaron Rodgers goes down, we obviously it's definitely going to hurt us, but what are we going to do after that? Nothing we can do. Yeah. The last time we said that was with Matt Flynn, and we weren't even truly confident in him until he stepped out there. Yep. Uh, so another questionable, controversial positions, tight end and running back. With um, later round picks, 
I could see. Um, running back could be addressed maybe in the fourth if they like somebody, but I would say mm -hmm. like like fifth, sixth, seventh round they could address that. Yeah, with running back, I think it, it there are plans for Aaron Jones, Christian McCaffrey set in the market for that. I don't know uh, if they value him better at uh, better contract than McCaffrey, but their plans for twenty twenty one will definitely play into that. Yeah. And what do you think? I don't know. That's that's really interesting. That's kind of similar to corner because Aaron Jones is a free agent next year. And we know there's mutual interest already there. So, And then Big B's guy, Jamal Williams. Yep. Uh, sorry to break it to you, man. You probably already know this. I don't think he's going to return next year to the Packers, <laughs> yep. unfortunately, which, which really sucks. He's a really, really good you know, like backup guy or – uh, another kind of feature guy that they could use behind, you know, a starting running back. But I think, you know, it's kind of similar to quarterback. The draft, a lot of people don't understand is you don't – you're not necessarily supposed – and this sounds stupid, and I know some people might not understand what I'm trying to say here, but, like, you don't draft for needs. You – like, needs you need now. You draft for needs you're going to need in the future. We – let's be real here we know the Packers are not going to be able to pay all five. Those are just five of the big, big name guys like Bakhtiari, Kenny Clark, Aaron Jones, Corey Lindsley, Kevin King. There's no way all five yeah. of those guys come back. And if they do the Packers, which they're not going to, but if they do, they're going to be in some serious cap hell. So them taking a running back early, I think first round is a little too high for running back, but I think, you know, at 62, mm -hmm. if maybe Jonathan Taylor's still hanging around, uh, Clyde Edwards, Alaire, uh, J.K. Dobbins, if he's hanging around, maybe Zach Moss. I think those are guys that they could potentially look to add in the third round. And then as for tight end, um, I know this is just my opinion, but I'm pretty confident in my man Jay Sternberger. Love that man. Jay Sternberger yes, season. I think we all are really confident in him and what he can do this year. So, I mean, I, I can't completely rule out them not taking a tight end early. I do think it's really, really unlikely, though. Like, it's probably the least likely thing they would address. Um, but you can't yeah. completely rule it out especially after Ian Rappaport tweeted that he's expected to go in like the late first round. So I'm not saying that that's the team, the Packers are the team that's, you know, going to take like Cole Komet, for example, a guy, the, but I'm just saying, I don't think tight end something they should really look to do early, but as for late in the draft, like big B mentioned a guy to come in and compete, you know, with Robert Tanyan and uh, like Evan Bayless and the greatest tight end in NFL history, James Looney. <laughs> I I think that's probably something that they will look to do, though. Yeah, I agree. Definitely in those later rounds, both of those guys, uh, both of those positions definitely should be looked at. Um, I want to take a quick look back at the 2019 draft class. Uh, fantastic class so far by Gudikins. Uh We got Rashawn Gary at pick 12. Darnell Savage, we traded up from 30. Uh, to get him at 21, two great picks there. My favorite pick of the whole draft. Uh, well, my two favorite picks in a while. Elton Jenkins at 44 and Jay Sternberger at oh, 75. Yeah. I think uh, definitely got some fantastic value out of those two guys. Jay Sternberger would probably be tied in one in this draft class. And a lot of, I think Cole Kmet and a lot of those higher named tight ends are going to go earlier than what type of prospect they are because teams are in that much of a need for a tight end. 
so they might have to reach a little bit. Yeah, I, I definitely agree there. I think uh, so far the, you know, early, you know, kind of feedback from the, and I know it's so really early, but what you've seen so far, um, I know a lot of people weren't really too happy with Rashawn Gary did last year, but it's hard to put him on the field when he plays the same position as Preston and Zadarius Smith. And a season like they had last year, I mean, how do you take those guys off of the field? Is my unless they're hurt? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is you know my point to that. I'm not saying that's an excuse for him not being able to get on the field because I definitely think the Packers should have worked him out of the field a little more. He's not going to develop. He's not going to get any better from sitting on the bench. So I think 2020 is going to be a really key year in uh, Rashawn Gary's you know development. And then as for Darnell Savage. Uh, he played really, really well the first few weeks of the season, and then he had a little injury. I think it was his ankle or something. I think it, I, I think, think so. that set him back just a little bit, maybe paused his track and his development. Mm-hmm. But um, he, he picked right back up later in the season. I think he's going to be a future star on this defense. And then Elton Jenkins, I know a lot of people you know, say, man, we could have had like DK Metcalf or A.J. Brown. Sure, you could have, but would you rather have a wide receiver or future all pro guard on your team. Like that was such yeah. a good pick. And I, Elton Jenkins was from at least how he played last year. If there was ever such thing as a redraft, he would go in the top 10 uh, in last yes. year's draft. And then Jay Sternberger, he was put on IR early in the year. And then he looked really, really promising late in the year. And especially with his blocking, I think that surprised a lot of people, including myself. So there's a lot of promise from the 2019 uh, Packers draft class, which was very much needed the 2018 class that is not looking so hot right now but we'll see lots lots of time and yeah for our leak news today a few days ago as you're watching this rob Gronkowski came out of retirement and was traded to the buccaneers they had to trade his rights away and a very interesting move falcons are still looking to move up as you're watching this they might have already in these past few days but that'll be very interesting to see what happens with them Maybe looking for Jeff Kuda there. I want to ask you guys, since we all run fan pages, and for the past few years, draft, we've always been talking about it. What do you think is your worst huh. draft take or prediction first of here. all time? Um, this sounds right. completely just idiotic, and I probably am going to lose credibility from the people, you know, and you guys probably too, from me saying this. But I'll be honest, mm-hmm. I'll admit, I. I thought Patrick Mahomes was going to be terrible. I just didn't see it from wow. him in college. Wow. I thought him coming out as, you know, just such a raw prospect, you know, kind of – I'm not saying Jordan Love's, like, similar to him, but they have some similarities in the way mm-hmm. that they're coming out of college. And as for ceiling-wise and, you know, you know, like floor-wise, I just thought Patrick Mahomes was going to be uh, just pile of mediocrity on the field every Sunday and – Boy, oh boy, was I wrong. And I'm happy to admit it. I'm really glad for Patrick yes. Holmes and the Chiefs. So, glad that's working out. Yeah, they got a, a steal from trading up for him. I would probably be Tease Tabor back in 2017. I wanted the Packers to draft him so bad. Um, and he ended up going to the Lions in the second round. And I don't think he's even on the I roster. Think he's so I'm glad. Practice that squad, not. something like that. Huh. Oh, wow. So, that's quite the transformation yeah. of a second-round pick. Big B, do you have any bad takes? Um, well, going opposite of what um, he said, I thought Mitchell Trubisky was going to be an absolute star. <laughs> and I am so happy 
that I'm wrong. Yeah, you know, there is just, I don't remember really what I thought of Trubisky coming out, but I just remember thinking that it's still the stupidest move by Chicago, Chicago to move up one spot. That was so stupid. Because everybody knew the 49ers wanted Solomon Thomas and they ended up getting Solomon Thomas at pick three anyways. So it was pretty stupid by them. Um, but yeah, I'm glad yep. you're wrong. Me on too. That one. Uh, so to end it off, just realistic possibilities. Well, even unrealistic, but who would you most be happy with if they became a Green Bay Packers? Go ahead, tonight? Big B. That's all you, man. Ooh. Um, let's uh, go with Austin Jackson, Ooh. the uh, offensive tackle. Mm. I feel like sitting behind Bakhtiari and Rick Wagner would really help him out a lot. Um, and I feel like he would be a, another project that we would draft. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go. I mean, I know I already said he's my draft crush, but I think, you know, once again, if Josh Jones falls to 30 or maybe even close, maybe they, you know, always trade with the Seahawks like they do every year. And they, it's like the 32nd consecutive yeah. year. They're going to trade with the Seahawks in the first <laughs> round. Um, Maybe they jump up a few spots, you know, from the tackle needy Titans that are in need of a tackle since losing uh, Conklin to the Browns. So I, I'm i just really attracted to Josh Jones and uh, the way he plays football, man, I think. And especially the learning curve, you know, like Big B mentioned behind Bakhtiari and Rick Wagner. I think that would really, really help out mm-hmm. any offensive tackle that is brought into Green Bay uh, through the draft. So, yeah. Yeah, I – I would love Josh Jones and trading up with the Seahawks to get in front of Baltimore and Tennessee would be a huge move for tackle, defensive end, uh, and for middle linebacker. Um, but I think I'm going to have to go with Kenneth Murray. He's a great guy, great football player, and a, almost a perfect fit for the Packers. So it's draft night. Uh, let's hope we don't do anything stupid. Let's hope the Bears trade up to number one to get Joe Burrow. Um, Me and Big B will be doing a recap after tonight's round and a recap after every night. So thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me on. This was my first ever podcast that I was a guest on. Good, good podcast to be a guest on for sure. No problem. Yes. First guest. So great uh, starter. So, Make sure you check out Green Bay Today on Instagram and his podcast, making some great draft content. So thank you guys so much for watching, and we'll see you in the next episode.